was the night before Christmas, and all through the ship came the echoes of Crash doing lunges and dips. Dross hung stockings on the warp core with care. Drac had just finished fighting a hologram bear. Tivan was all comfy from his bubble bath. Hotine sat on the scanner, making prints of his ass. Kathy on the bridge ran battle drill sessions. Computer was practicing her Stallone impressions. All of the crew seemed relatively chill, except for one Vulcan who was being a pill. Tapon sat in his booth, caressing his mug. Christmas, he thought. Oh, bah humbug. Or words to that effect, for he was a Vulcan, you see, and he didn't understand what humbug would mean. Still, he sulked at his desk, and we'll start our tale here, cause it's Christmas Eve, suckers, and an announcer needs beer. What is all this fuss about holiday cheer? It is merely a random day at close of the year. People buying gifts and spreading goodwill? I don't understand it, and hope I never will. Tapon left his booth and tried to find peace, from the nonsense affair he hoped soon would cease. But there in the hall he came across Drac, who was dressed up as Santa with full bulging sack. Drac, I don't understand how a warrior pure can dress like this Santa. He sounds such a bore. Tapon, I'm not Santa, you pointy-eared freak. I'm Glesso the Mighty, who scares kids to sleep. On the Klingon night of gifting, a Christmas of sorts, when kids get their first blades to partake in blood sports. The day is one of both glory and honor, but with one slip, a careless child is a goner. With Drax's chilling laughter filling the hall, Tipon left to discover who else was under the thrall of this pointless endeavor of which he saw no escape when he saw Crash and Hotine wrapping presents with tape. Oh, jingle balls, it's Tapon. Hotine growled with a warning. We're busy wrapping presents for Christmas morning. Crash has bought Dross a child's set of play tools. Dross is 40, but my blue friend here is a fool. I fail to see the logic in buying friends gifts if their spirits are in need of that much of a lift. I recommend counseling or deep meditation. I drop the tape and start a grand gesticulation. Oh, Tapon, can't you see? The gift's only part. It's showing your friends they have a place in your heart. You're missing the point, even though you have two. Those ears may be spiky, but you don't have a clue. We've got presents for everyone, a veritable hoard. I'm sure to you, Scrooge, it will seem untoward. Boring couples buy trinkets, or knickknacks, or socks. But for Kathy, I've cut a hole in this Christmas box. I'll slide inside, and when she opens it thus... She would probably rather be hit by a bus. Tapan left his crewmates as vexed as could be. He just couldn't fathom, he just couldn't see. How they'd been so sucked in by Christmas with ease, he likened it to some sort of infectious disease. Via the lift, he zoomed to the bridge, hoping Captain Cathy showed some sense, just a smidge. But when he arrived, his hope didn't last long, as Tafan and Cathy sang Christmassy songs. Have all on the ship taken leave of their sense? This grim caterwauling causes me such offense. I demand to be left at the nearest moon, so I don't have to listen to these attempts at a tune. Oh, Tafan, come on, you joyless old lump. Come join in with us. Don't be an old grump. We can sing Slade, or Wizard, or Mariah Carey. Or maybe something altogether less scary. You might prefer Rudolph with his nose of red. But criticize my singing again and you'll end up dead. I think what Tavon means is that singing is fun. You don't always need to be bitter and glum. Join us and in time even you'll be a fan. 
Don't be a volcant, come be a volcan. Alas, no. You see, I have this mental block, where your singing makes me want to walk out an airlock. Tapan stormed off the bridge, his patience much thinner, and went to the mess hall for a small dinner. But before he could even sit down to dine, he spied computer and dross decorating a pine. Not you as well. This farce must end. Even the two smartest crew have gone round the bend. Decorating a tree? Well, logic dictates that for you, too, the men in white coats do await. What use, I ask, is a tree dressed so gaudy? How so is the spirit of Christmas embodied? Tinsel is tacky, and lights represent a chronic amount of power misspent. What would Mo Latinum say if he saw you handling his baubles? T'would be the last straw. Yo, like, to grump, lighten up if you please. What sort of a Christmas would it be without trees? Where would we put all the presents, you boob? Then Tapan suggested the torpedo tube. It's one day a year where we all sit together, reminiscing about capers and dangers and weather. We've all had a good year, our first as a crew. We'd like to have you come to celebrate too. But if you're planning to be so glib and morose, then go back to your booth and don't get so close. Tapan turned around and left them alone, a small voice in his head giving him cause to moan. Was I wrong to dismiss their festivities? Too quick to cast out Christmas activities? It all seemed superfluous, illogical, wrong, as useless as a second Klingon schlong. But if the point is for friendship, for family indeed, then maybe this moral I really should heed. Though this year I have squandered the chance to join in, next year I hope I will be invited again. A quiet Tapan went back to his booth, to sit there and ponder the uncomfortable truth. His friends were out partying and he was in here, too logical to partake in the festive cheer. But just outside the window, as if they had planned, stood the crew singing carols, each hand in hand. Tapan didn't join in, but once they were done, he applauded politely and joined in their fun. Exchanging gifts and stories, he was his version of Jolly, thankful for those that had forgiven his folly. And even Hotin wasn't so much of a jerky, though he did fart on Tapan and called him a turkey. Thank you for listening to Tapan's Theatre on Subspace. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever you're listening to this on. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TaponOnSubspace, or visit us at ttos.cool. Today's episode was written by Rich Masters. Episode art by David Axwizard Booth. Episode edited by Matthew Tusseroni, with music by Vitizen. Announcer was voiced by James O'Fallon. Tapon was voiced by Jeff Rowich. Kathy and the Ship's Computer were voiced by Poppy Jenkins. Crash and Tavon were voiced by David Spivey, Drac was voiced by Matthew Tusseroni, Dross was voiced by Paul Turner, and Hoteen was voiced by Rich Masters. Full individual social media links are in the description. Mm-hmm.